in nomine Patris et Fili et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Peace be with you. Welcome back to Pointing to the Saviour of the World with me, Patrick Tufur, on this 22nd Sunday in Ordinary Time Year B. Thank you for your patience in waiting for this edition of Pointing to the Saviour of the World. Many thanks and appreciation for your prayers for my mother-in-law, Mama Leonada Kinui Mainimo, who passed away recently. Please continue to remember her in your prayers. Let us gather to listen to the Word of God, to praise and worship Him on this feast of the resurrection of Jesus. Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, in the Gospel reading, Jesus denounces hypocrisy, a sin in which there is a discrepancy between the external and the internal. He challenged his listeners and therefore us today to avoid focusing on the less important, the external appearances, because God looks at the heart for it is the heart that makes a person unclean. It is from the heart that sin emerges. Pride, envy, anger, greed, fornication, adultery, and so on. Let us pray for the grace to focus on what is most important, what is in our hearts, let us pray for the grace to practice a holiness that comes from the heart, a holiness that has to do with integrity, love and service, a holiness that touches the depth of who we are and connects us with the humanity of others. Amen.
A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses said to the people, Now, Israel, take notice of the laws and customs that I teach you today, and observe them, that you may have life and may enter and take possession of the land that the Lord, the God of your fathers, is giving you. You must add nothing to what I command you, and take nothing from it, but keep the commandments of the Lord your God just as I lay them down for you. Keep them, observe them, and they will demonstrate to the peoples your wisdom and understanding. When they come to know of all these laws, they will exclaim, No other people is as wise and prudent as this great nation. And indeed, what great nation is there that has its God so near as the Lord our God is near to us whenever we call to him. And what great nation is there that has laws and customs to match this whole law that I put before you today? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter of St. James. It is all that is good, everything that is perfect, which is given us from above. It comes down from the Father of all light. With him there is no such thing as alteration no shadow of a change. By his own choice, he made us his children by the message of the truth, so that we should be a sort of first fruits of all that he had created. Accept and submit to the word which has been planted in you and can save your souls. But, you must do what the word tells you and not just listen to it and deceive yourselves. Pure, unspoiled religion in the eyes of God our Father is this, coming to the help of orphans and widows when they need it and keeping oneself uncontaminated by the world. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Your words are spirit, Lord, and they are life. You have the message of eternal life. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory 
be to you, Lord. The Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered round Jesus and they noticed that some of his disciples were eating with unclean hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and the Jews in general follow the tradition of the elders and never eat without washing their arms as far as the elbow. And on return from the marketplace, they never eat without first sprinkling themselves. There are also many other observances which have been handed down to them concerning the washing of cups and pots and bronze dishes. So these Pharisees and scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not respect the tradition of the elders, but eat their food with unclean hands? He answered, It was of you, hypocrites, that Isaiah so rightly prophesied in this passage of Scripture. This people honours me only with lip service, while their hearts are far from me. The worship they offer me is worthless. The doctrines they teach are only human regulations. You put aside the commandment of God to cling to human traditions. He called the people to him again and said, Listen to me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that goes into a man from outside can make him unclean. It is the things that come out of a man that make him unclean. For it is from within, from men's hearts, that evil intentions emerge. Fornication, theft, murder, adultery, avarice, malice, deceit, indecency, envy, slander, pride, folly. All these evil things come from within and make a man unclean. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, before we reflect on the readings we have just listened to, let us thank our Heavenly Father for his many graces and blessings. Almighty God, we thank you especially for the gift of life to us and to our family members and friends. May we use this to glorify your holy name. Amen. Brothers and sisters, there is a famous Danish philosopher called Soren Kierkegaard, who was fond of saying that reading the Bible is like looking into a mirror. According to him, the Bible does not so much speak about the characters that are in his stories as it speaks about us. So, 
every time we approach a biblical passage, we need to keep telling ourselves, this passage is speaking about me. The Word of God is not a tool by which we judge or measure the actions of others. Rather, the Word of God should be a mirror by which we judge ourselves. And it takes courage to look into this mirror and even greater courage to change what we see in this mirror. We need to use it to look in at ourselves and make the necessary changes rather than looking out at others. But unless we are willing to realize that the only person we can change is ourselves, and unless we're willing to start making those changes, then we would just be wasting our time and our lives. And it is in this light that we reflect on the readings today, starting with the first reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Life in a human community, as we know, is governed by laws and customs. Moses reminds the people of old Israel in the first reading about this. These regulations and their interpretations can give rise to confusion. So Moses urges the people to add nothing and take nothing from the law which he gives them in the name of God. Really, really wise words for us all to chew on. And in the second reading, my brothers and sisters, we begin to read from the letter of James. This letter associated with the name of James, the brother of Jesus, a leader of the Jerusalem church, is down to earth and very practical and illustrates well the spirit Jesus advocates in the Gospels. James points to the father of all light, the giver of everything that is perfect, and urges the people to make the message of the word of God their life standard, their mirror, so to speak, to see what changes need to be done and to externalize those changes to honor God by being generous to those in need, like widows, orphans, homeless, bereaved, sick, dying, and so on. For that is what loving God really is. In the Gospel reading, Jesus chastises the Pharisees and us for focusing on the less important instead of the most important things, and also for their hypocrisy, a word that simply means actor in Greek. 
observing external precepts are supposed to be expressions of what is in the heart. The classic saying from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, should be true here. But for hypocrites, this is not the case. What they say and what they do is different from what is in their hearts. They are mere actors. But God cannot be fooled, for he knows the deepest parts of everyone's hearts. Blessed are the pure in heart, Jesus says, for they shall see God. Who can climb the mountain of the Lord? Who can stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart. As human beings, we are made up of body and soul. A true human being is the healthy combination and balance between body and soul. A lot of us give far too much attention on the body, the external appearance, at the expense of the invisible soul. We exert all our efforts and energies to care for the body. Eating healthily, exercising and beautifying the body with all sorts of fashionable clothes and items. Some even go to the extent of spending loads of money to undergo cosmetic surgeries just to maintain their youthful looks. But we neglect the internal, our souls, our spiritual lives, our motivations, our attitudes. We fail to realize that if there is a non-conformity of what we manifest externally with what we have internally in our hearts and minds, then we become hollow, we become empty, we become actors, we become fake, we become plastic, we become obnoxious. We become hypocrites. And Jesus therefore warns us against hypocrisy. He quotes the prophet Isaiah and he says, This people honours me only with lip service while their hearts are far from me. The worship they offer me is worthless. The doctrines they teach are only human regulations. Hypocrisy my brothers and sisters, is the reason why many so-called God-loving, God-fearing Christian nations with high volumes of churchgoers perpetrate the worst evils. They perpetrate rampant violations of the laws of God, have endemic and chronic corruption in their political systems. They perpetrate abuses against basic human rights and many other sins. Hypocrisy, my brothers and sisters, is the reason why we call ourselves Christians. 
We go to church most Sundays. We receive the holy, most holy Eucharist, observe holy days of obligation, and do a lot of novenas and pray the rosary, but are involved in some horrible acts and are desensitized to the sins we commit on a daily basis. We commit fraud. We kill unborn babies and abortions. We tell lies. We slander our friends. We slander our neighbours and our colleagues. We are insensitive to the needs of others. We are vengeful. We cheat in our business dealings. We're involved in bribery and corruption. We are unfaithful in our marriages and so on. We expose our Christian faith to embarrassment. We stand out by showing such a bad example to non-Christians who think and conclude that Christianity is a religion that allows hypocrisy and double standards. We ignore all the teachings of Christ and we forfeit our role as salt of the earth and light of the world. The truth is, my brothers and sisters, that all of us have at times fallen short. We have all been hypocrites. We have been overly concerned about the externals and neglected matters of the heart. But our flaws are not as important as the inherent dignity that God has placed in each and every one of us, his sons and daughters. Let us not fixate on our failures because when we do, we miss out on the invitation of our loving God, our merciful Father, who forgives us and calls on all of us to begin anew and build a new future with him. We are the Pharisees. We allow what is less important to cloud what is essential. We allow the less goods, the lesser goods in our lives to rule the greater goods. The good news is that when Jesus criticizes us in today's gospel, he does not do so to condemn us. He rather offers us an opportunity to make things right, to put first things first, to allow what is truly important to guide what is less important. Let us, with the help and grace of God, open our hearts to receive the word that God has planted within us. Let us pray that God changes us and may we worship God not only with our lips but with our hearts as well and be disciples not only in words but in actions. Actions that make a difference in our lives and in our world. And with genuinely contrite hearts we humbly ask God's mercy and pardon for times that we have been hypocrites. Amen.
Let us thank our Saviour who came into this world that God might be with us. We praise you, O Lord, and we thank you. We welcome you with praise. You are the day star, the first fruits from the dead. Let us rise with you to walk in the light of Easter. We praise you, O Lord, and we thank you. Help us on this day of rest to see goodness in all your creatures. Open our eyes and our hearts to your love in the world. We praise you, O Lord, and we thank you. Lord, we meet around your table as your family. Help us to see that our bitterness is forgotten, our discord is resolved, and our sins are forgiven. We praise you, O Lord, and we thank you. We pray for all Christian families. May your spirit deepen their unity in faith and love. We praise you, O Lord, and we thank you. We pray for all those who have asked us to pray for them and for those who have no one to pray for them. Lord God, touch their hearts. Grant them what they need. We praise you, O Lord, and we thank you. We pray for all those who have died recently. Remember especially Mama Leonada Kinyui Mainimo, Terry Flanagan, all our relatives and friends and colleagues who have died recently. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen. In silent prayer, let us bring our own personal intentions to Jesus. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Let us pray. Father of might and power, every good and perfect gift comes down to us from you. Implant in our hearts the love of your name. Increase our zeal for your service. Nourish what is good in us and tend it with watchful care. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. Thank you for joining me today to praise and worship God. The Lord bless us and free us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. We finish like we began. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I wish you a peaceful and joyous celebrations of the 22nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Amen. <laughs>